Welcome back to Disney Dependent. I'm Sarah Chilcott. And I'm Mickey Mouse. No, sorry. I'm James Macmillan. <laughs> <laughs> Waha! It's my best Mickey! Oh my god. Ashley loves when I do Mickey! <laughs> Hey, you know what's Ashley's least favorite Disney thing? <laughs> Wizard Mickey. Yeah. She hates it. So we found out. Or uh, no, magician. <laughs> no, Sorcerer, Sorcerer Mickey. Sorcerer Mickey. That's what it is. I can't get it right. Whoa! 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 whoa. Just pointing a wand around. God, it makes her so angry. I didn't know how angry it made me until she said it. Now it really whoa, makes whoa, me whoa, mad. Whoa. Just pointing at things and sparks are going around it's just and nonsense. what's the song <laughs> like... oh the fantasia uh phantasmic i can't think right now oh, Listeners you did are it going like crazy. on cue you did it really quick last time i know that's um, funny no that's something different <laughs> is that the the, wa- the color of water water of color <laughs> Clearly, we're show what people. What a train wreck of a start. <laughs> so anyway. Welcome back to Disney Dependent. And, uh, hey, James. Yeah? I hear something. <laughs> this just in. It's 65 and cloudy at not Disneyland. And it's 84 and sunny at Disneyland. Woo. All right. We did All right. it. It's happening. This joke worked a little bit. And moving right along. When Mike stands creak in doorless chambers, and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls, wherever studio lights flicker, where airwaves are deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. Welcome, foolish listeners, to the Haunted Podcast Studio. I am your host, your ghost host. Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. Our episode begins here in this silly preamble, where you envision the haunting forms of some of our guests as they appeared in their corruptible mortal state. Please drag your focus away from the cares and worries of the day and into the dead center of your attention. Your cadaverous pallor betrays an aura of foreboding, almost as though you sense a disquieting metamorphosis. Is this haunted studio actually stretching? Or is it your imagination, hmm? And consider this dismaying observation. This podcast has no windows and no doors which offers you this chilling challenge to find a way out. (laughs) Of course, there's always my way. Turning it off, but please don't do that. Oh, I didn't mean to entertain you prematurely. The real thrills come later. Now, as they say, look alive, and we'll continue our little episode. And let's all stay together, please. Tonight, we'll be taking you all on a tour of the haunted Disneyland Resort. Here comes your tour guide, James. Well, hello, people. Thank you for joining. We're going to start outside of the park over at Tangaroa Terrace. 
And this is from Louisa G. The producer Ash combed the internet and found all these. So this first story is uh, Tiki Terror. And she says, it's my hubby's story. He is a cast member, works at Tangaroa Terrace, and he has been telling me they have a very active poltergeist at the new outside bar. People have been hearing voices, things flying off shelves. Downstairs in the pantry, footsteps have been heard, and mostly, and most recently for him, he saw a metal container float four feet up in the air and then drop. Jeez. <laughs> it, it was an ice metal cup within a cup. The ghost has become more active since Tinkaroa Terrace had been remodeled. It's not a harmful spirit. It's their friendly ghost. And again, that's from Louisa G. Well, if he's so friendly, why is he uh, messing up all the drinks, the yeah. cocktails? Yeah, he doesn't Ain't cool, like man. Ain't cool. I admittedly, I've never actually been there. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of us have. I have, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize oh. that's what it was called. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's next to... Um, well, I believe I have. I think it's the walk-up part of Trader Sam's Trader outside Sam. Trader Sam's. There's like a sit-down mm-hmm. restaurant, and then you can walk around the corner, and there's a walk-up um, sort of more inside-the-park version of Trader Sam's. Right. Okie dokie, moving on here. Okay, so speaking of Disneyland Hotel and that area, uh, this is from YouTuber Alex the Historian. Um, He was actually one of my recommended picks at one point. Mm -hmm. Alex the Historian says when his father was a cast member, he would meet him in the hotel at the end of the night to go home. Frontier Tower, downstairs bathroom. Heard someone there multiple times, but then nobody's there. Told his dad, and he said guests often report it to be haunted. I have definitely used that bathroom, too. Oh? Um, I don't know if this is a pick later, but Alex, a historian, has done a three-part series on YouTube. Um, Similar topic, haunted Disneyland stories. Ooh, fun. Highly recommend it. Yeah, all of my Alex, the historian stories that we'll be relaying tonight have come from that that series. series. Cool. Moving on down to California Adventure. This is at Pixar Pier, and this is from one of our Disney heroes, Philander Butler. Uh, Producer Ash reached out to him on Instagram, and he was kind enough to get back with a few stories here. So he says, Scary Pier Stories. A cast member who worked at Games of the Boardwalk said that she had her ponytail pulled once. That makes me so creeped out. I know. (laughs) Just standing there. There was nobody else in that particular game with her. Another cast member was working the game where you throw the balls and had a ball thrown at him. The games were not open yet. In what is now the store with Bing Bong in it, the jewelry spinner had been known to spin on its own before and after park closing. These are from my wife, who used to be a manager for the stores on the pier years ago. The cast would tell her this after when they checked in with her. So it's from Philander's wife? Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Thank you, Philander. Yeah. uh, Creepy. Yeah. Creepy, creepy. Yeah, you can imagine being, you know, working in that area, checking in in the morning and having your employees tell you (laughs) these creepy stories. Knowing you have to close there tonight. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Now let's cruise on over to Soarin' Over California. This is from Andy A. I used to work for the resort back in 2014 when it was called Soarin' Over California. 
There are two theaters, Theater A and Theater B. B-side was supposed to be the haunted theater. That's the theater that oddly breaks down most of the time. The story behind it was that California Adventure used to be a parking lot. Trams used to take people from their cars to the entrances. Well, one day when the trams were going by, a little girl happened to walk in the middle of the street and the tram ran her over as your flight takes off. There's a cast member always in the theater watching to make sure the guests are okay and that the ride is operating properly. I was lucky. I was the lucky one this time and was working in that position. Below the scream is a basement and no one is allowed down there during the duration of the flight. While in flight, I was watching the monitors. All of a sudden, I hear footsteps going up and down the stairs from the basement. I turned around and no one was there. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I turned back around nervously, awaiting, waiting for the flight to end. At that moment, I, f- I felt like I was being watched from behind. The hairs of my arms stood up. After that day, I always had someone trade me their position pretty creepy andy a <laughs> sacrifice some other cast member to the little girl in the stairwell that's what Ooh. i'm hearing exactly well thanks. yeah do you guys remember Andy when a. well ash you probably don't because you weren't there but james do you remember when the parking lot was when california adventure was the parking lot totally yeah yeah i mean not like really well but i remember as a kid yeah parking in that area and having to walk through yeah mm-hmm. yeah and it was it was like remember where you parked because it'd be like b10 at the dumbo post yeah or something pinocchio 7 right exactly and it still is in the parking garage right which we never go to because we're not locals no and that story about the little girl getting hit by i don't know if it was a tram what i read was that it was a tour bus Ooh. Um, that is accurate oh really yeah i was gonna say i don't buy it because that didn't happen yeah that's Uh that's accurate wow dang spooky so this is the locker room in DCA. This is from David V, locker room of DCA. In August of 2019, I saw something at the Disneyland Resort that rattled me to my core. It was just a subtle, creepy moment, but it stuck with me ever since. After Disney's D23 Expo in Anaheim, or is it D23? Doesn't matter. In Anaheim, <laughs> my sister and I headed to the theme parks for a late lunch. Since we had bags filled with merchandise from the expo, we rented a locker near the Disney California Adventure entrance. The parks were crowded that Saturday, and we saw several people wander out of the nearby restroom, wiping the sweats from their foreheads. The locker was the, the locker area was small, wonderfully cool, and thankfully crowded. It was just us and a young girl with fair skin that I noticed out of the corner of my eye. She she crouched around the far wall, digging out of a bottom row, bottom row locker. What? As my sister and I chit-chatted about our first ride, we kept our voices low as not to bother her. After a couple of minutes, I realized that the girl had been crouching for quite a while. Though I couldn't tell how old she was, I thought it was odd that she was alone for so long. I didn't want to rudely look directly at her, so I kept track from the corner I kept track from the corner of my eye just to make sure she was okay. The girl played with her long yellow skirt as if dusting it off. <laughs> this is terrifying. <laughs> I thought the pattern was out of place, either red polka dots or strawberries. It looked like something 
a person might wear on a dap on dapper day suddenly the girl turned around i stopped keeping track of her and focused on my sister who was stuffing her things into our locker still i could sense the girl's eyes on us i looked again from from the side hardly able to see her in my peripheral vision she was standing now staring at us i noticed her shirt dirty blonde hair and the skirt's length as it cascaded to her ankles she was taller and older than i expected probably a young teenager what was she doing why was she looking at us it was just too weird and i needed to know i quickly crammed my bag into the corner locker and shut it i could still see the girl watching us all at once i gave up my reservations and turned around no one was there the locker area was totally empty there wasn't a thing that resembled a yellow dress or a girl with fair skin for a moment i stared at the emptiness with goosebumps racing down my arms are we going over to disneyland asked my sister she looked toward me and noticed my flustered face what's wrong did you see that girl i shook near those lockers yeah i saw someone my sister muttered she had noticed the girl too but i didn't have have to explain my sister my sister was already staring at the empty row of lockers near us i watched the color swiftly leave her face no 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 i told my sister about the ghost i'd seen at disneyland before and now she'd seen one too the moment was haunting and darkened the sunny afternoon my sister reopened the locker and yanked it our things from it with our arms full we rushed toward disneyland gripping our bags and unable to shake this ghostly girl from our minds Jeez. so they left california adventure to go over to disneyland where now we're going to tell you about everything at disneyland yep <laughs> there's so much more no well that was a spooky tale james so James, the tour guide, has to go run off and start another tour. So I will be taking you out of California Adventure, across the Esplanade, and into Disneyland. We start our tour on Main Street, USA. This story comes from HauntedHoneymoon.com. There's a storeroom somewhere behind where the magic shop is on Main Street that is said to have been an office that Walt Disney used. There have been reports of cold spots and eerie feelings in that room. And it's not just those vents that are lovely. <laughs> you mean the, the vent that we call an attraction? Yes. Yes. <laughs> the best spot on Main Street. It's the best place to run from the heat. Yes. Oh, it's the best. Another story from hauntedhoneymoon.com is about the stock room. The stock room above the Emporium is said to be haunted, especially near the hangar wall employee was in there someone jumped up as if to scare her and when she turned there was no one there also an employee was putting pvc figures on shelves and one shelf fell over can someone say gravity <laughs> i think that was a skeptic <laughs> <laughs> our next couple of stories come from lisa from waltz chili bowl hi, hi lisa. lisa hello <laughs> do another video will you <laughs> No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. We're just anxiously waiting. Yes. Lisa says, So, of course, when I worked on Main Street, I had to go there on one late night with my trainers. It was nothing super exciting or something that would convince a skeptic, but nonetheless so interesting. 
They said that usually when the guests have left and they're closing for the night, sometimes as late as 1 to 2 a.m., products would literally jump off the shelves for no logical reason at all. Jeez. They said that working the closing shifts sometimes made them feel uncomfortable. Well, yeah. Especially <laughs> <much> after that. <laughs> I recall one of my trainers saying, Oh, yeah, strange stuff happens all the time, especially in Crystal Arts in the China Closet. Those shops are both next to each other on the east side of Main Street. My trainers only worked on the east side, as did I, so I'm not sure about any activity on the west side. Don't you worry, Lisa, there's activity on the west side. (laughs) (laughs) None that we know of, but... (laughs) Uh, Our last story from Main Street for now is from the OC Register. A ghost dressed in a 19th century gown has been spotted on Main Street after dark. Legend has it that she guides lost children to the Disneyland Baby Care Center, where they can be reunited with their parents. What a helpful helper, Ten. Really? Helpful spirit. You know, they they call kids that are lost at Disneyland, they don't call them lost children, they call the parents lost parents. Yeah, that's right. The kids are right where they're supposed to be. Adorable. And they are. All right, so you're joining the tour now with your friendly tour guide. I'm wearing a beautiful plaid vest. Mm. My name is Sarah. I'll be taking you over to New Orleans Square. This first story is from hauntedhoneymoon.com. Both Pirates of the Caribbean and Haunted Mansion have the same legend associated with them, which if either is true is unclear. A young boy who loved this, loved the ride... So I guess it's referring to both rides, um, and they're not sure which one it is. Correct. But Okay, so the story is about one or the other. So a young boy who loved the ride died young. His mother wanted to scatter his ashes at the ride site, but Disneyland refused. She decided to sneak in and scatter the ashes on the ride despite their refusal. Ever since then, the ride is said to be haunted by that little boy. Which ride? I have no idea. However, he is said to sit at the exit of Haunted Mansion and cry. Aww. Jeez. We heard this story from a ride operator on Pirates. A co-worker of his is said to have gone on the pre-opening ride to check to make sure that everything was working. As he was going through the ride, he swears there was a little boy or a little girl in the boat with him. The darkest area of the ride, known as the Transition Tunnel, is said to produce odd noises and even giggling when the ride is turned off and there's no soundtrack running. A boy is said to be seen on the ride cameras of Pirates of the Caribbean, but he cannot be seen with the naked eye. Jeez. Ew. That's cool. Horrible. I like that one. Yeah. That's a good one. This one is from a former cast member, Mad Felice. Sure. Don't know. It's just their, their handle. Their handle. Mad Felice. The story goes that a young boy and his mom loved the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. The boy got cancer, and his last wishes were that his ashes be spread in the pirate's ride. Disneyland rejected that for health reasons, of course. Can you say biohazard? (laughs) But his mother did it anyway. By the way, not to interrupt, that's also my wishes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I think that's pretty clear. Spread, But spread me thin all over the park. Yeah. Yes. Not anywhere they can clean up one spot. No, definitely I want pirates just in that that pirate's Mm -hmm. water. Um, at any place. All the water. Yeah, all the water. I want to blend right in. Right. Small World, <laughs> any of the duck ponds, um, Tom Story's Island. I want to be fed to the ducks. <laughs> yeah. And then 
while you're going up Big Thunder, and uh-huh. everyone shouting, goat, 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 goat. Throw a handful at the goat. Throw a handful at the goat. <laughs> while saluting. The way I like to refer to it as, uh, uh, what is that? Uh, Shawshank Redemptioning. Yes. yes. Where I, totally. I, I, keep, I keep the handle, right. yeah, handfuls just in there. The park, just just shaking it out in one Shake leg, away. shaking it out in the other. <laughs> okay, back to the Sarah. spookiness. All oh, right. So his mother did it anyway. At night, the ride operators can sometimes see a lone boy riding in one of the boats on the video monitors, but when they check it, there's no one. You can see similarities between this and the Haunted Mansion one. Mm-hmm. So, Basically, the same story from different people. Uh, is it true? You decide. Yes. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. Uh, this Ooh, next story yeah. is from ADR. A pirate pistol whip. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean ride. We sat on the last row of the boat, so no one was behind us. I sat on the left side of the boat. Right when we were approaching the big battle of the ships, I got bumped on the right side of my head. No one was behind me, and it came from behind. I wasn't in the middle, so it wasn't the people sitting next to me that bumped me. I was recording on the phone, and upon review, I noticed a dark shadow come into view for just a few seconds when I got bumped on my head. Spooky. Yeah, that is spooky. The dark shadow, eh? So now we're going to head outside of those rides, and this is just general New Orleans Square hauntings. Okay. From Noemi B. Playful children after closing. I used to work as an artist there for about five years. The first week there, I was spooked by the sound of kids playing in the halls of the storage area, New Orleans Square by the courtyard staircase, after closing hours. It took me a while to put together that we were closed and there shouldn't have been little kids there. Also, closing in front of the Pirates of the Caribbean exit I got messed with, and my niece saw the same ghost guy by the cast member eating area slash storage. Disney is definitely the most haunted place I've ever been. Cute. Cute. Ash and Sarah, tail of a cat, call in the spirits wherever they're at. Rap on the desk, it's time to respond. Send us a message from somewhere beyond. Goblins and ghoulies from the Plaza Inn, awaken the specters with devilish grins. Goofy and Pluto, ducks in a pond. Let there be music from regions beyond. The part. <laughs> you can't fade it out. No. Just fade your volume out. It's fine. It's, it's funny in that way. <laughs> leave okay. it. Okay, leave it. Departed pass holders, wherever you dwell, give us a hint by ringing a bell. Ding. Was that Madame Leota? I guess. It had to be. Yeah, I think it was. Thanks. Well, we must be in the Haunted Mansion then. We must be. Maybe Let's... she had a cold. Maybe she had COVID. <laughs> she sounded a little weird. She's a little off. Madame Leota, drink plenty of fluids and get some rest, please. Yeah, we love you, sweetheart. So uh, we're going to tell some stories from the Haunted Mansion now. Um, <laughs> this one comes from Vico V. That's a spooky name in itself. <laughs> Vico V? Vico V. That's like a Ghostbusters ghost. Vico. Uh, They say, I worked at the Haunted Mansion, and a couple times there at night, I would be at the boarding area all alone. 
I would hear people chatting and laughing faintly as if they were coming from the elevator. So I'd step up and be ready to do my lines, but nobody showed up. Ooh. All right. These next two come from the OC register. That's spooky. <laughs> Dude. It's the most mundane like, newspaper name. The register. The man with the cane. Oh. So legend has it. A small plane crashed in the 1940s in Anaheim, and the pilot is now believed to be haunting the haunted mansion. According to Seeksghost.blogspot, awesome name. a cast member saw the man with the cane at the loading dock where guests board doom buggies. Cute. And then they also write in, Really, really scary. Construction on the haunted mansion began in 1963. And the story goes that one of the first test guests was so scared that she died of a heart attack inside the mansion. Ah. Her death, legend has it, led to the closing of construction until 1969. Cool. What a wuss. Seriously. 1969, though, all right. Wow. Am I right? And last but not least, this story comes from, I'm sorry, this true story. There it is. Comes from Mike A. He says, I worked custodial from 2002 to 2004, and I had some bizarre things happen to me. One night in New Orleans, I was emptying the trash from the exit of Haunted Mansion, right where the escalator ramp takes you up. I came the back way down the employee stairs and saw an elderly woman in an antique looking wheelchair sitting in the hallway. I thought nothing of it. I can't imagine why he would think nothing of it. <laughs> yeah. But I thought nothing of it and opened the door to where the trash can was. As I held the door open with my foot, tying the trash bag, I thought to myself, what was that guest doing in an employee-only hallway? Yeah. The park has been closed for a while. When I turned back into the hallway not even five seconds later, the lady was gone. Come on. I was kind of creeped out but shrugged it off and went about my business. As the night went on, I could not stop thinking about the woman in the wheelchair. Obviously. It wasn't the rental wheelchairs. This one looked like it was oh. made of wood. What? <laughs> <laughs> I finished my shift and forgot about it. I used to hear tons of stories from coworkers about certain areas being haunted, so I would always wander around the park exploring. A few months later, I was talking with a woman that had worked there for a long time. Someone had committed suicide in the parking structure that summer, so we oh. were talking about deaths in the park and the possibilities of the supernatural. She told me a story about sweeping inside the haunted mansion at the bottom of the elevators after the park closed and seeing an elderly woman in a wheelchair. Nope, nope, nope. When she looked up to speak to her, the room was empty. Okay. I thought to myself, no way, how familiar. Mm -hmm. I didn't tell her what happened to me, but I had a lump in my throat and felt felt pretty creeped out for a long time. I would imagine. I was always curious about spirits and the supernatural, but wasn't sure I believed in that kind of stuff. I'm still not sure I believe in that stuff, but I cannot explain who those people were or where they came from. That's a good one. It a, is a good a one. A wooden wheelchair? Something I think about that's creepy. an antique wheelchair is scary no matter what. Yeah, and Just, I antique things out of place yeah. are scary. That's right. Can we talk about how he wasn't creeped out by the fact that there was someone there, even if it was a human? Right. Like, this is how murders happen. Yes. Yep. You're not... Yeah, why are you here is you're the question. You're not in the right place, you don't belong here, and you're in an antique wheelchair. Do you guys believe in this stuff? I want to it believe. It depends on the moment. I know, that's the thing with me. Here's my, my short answer is no. I don't. 
But. I can't explain a lot of things in life. Mm -hmm. You know, like life itself. Mm -hmm. I don't know why we're here, what we're doing, what does all this mean? So if I can't explain that, I'm not going to be arrogant enough to say that I know what happens when we die. I don't know if if there are spirits that stick around. I don't know. I feel like if any, I mean, if I had a choice and I had to pick a place to haunt, though, it would for sure be Disneyland. For sure. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if there's any say in the matter for these ghosts. Oh, I would go. There's you, probably a lot more than we've heard of. Yeah, let's quickly, let's, let's go on a side tangent. What kind of ghost would you be at Disneyland? Here's mine first. I'll give you it. An image. Okay. <laughs> I would be the Pirates of the Caribbean water ghost. I'd be like a slippily, slitherly little <laughs> salamander type of guy. Ew. Yeah. So when you're going through in the boats, I would slip around in the water and I would just put my little reptile paw up <laughs> on the boat and just touch a kid's arm. <laughs> like the guy in, uh, what's the Del Toro movie? Wa- water... The Shape of Water? Sh- sh- snuggling in Water, that movie. <laughs> yeah, and I would just have little gills and stuff, and I'd swim away, and the kid would be like, Mom, did you see that? And she'd say, no. No, I didn't. And the kid would never be able to explain what he saw. Okay. You're a freak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to be just, a lizard man. <laughs> a lizard man in the pirate's water. I would just pop my head out. And when and you blink your eyes, they come in sideways. You got it. Yes. That's I know what it. you're doing. I got you. <laughs> Uh, I would be a poltergeist, and I would say that my energy would be chaotic neutral. I'm just there to <laughs> shit chaotic up. Chaotic neutral. <laughs> garsh, garsh, garsh. I'm just here to garsh, garsh up. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, like, how? What does that mean? What you were just kind of like put a cup over here and mess with the kid's hair, move someone's chair a little bit to the side so that they just sit and fall on their butt. You know. <laughs> Here's another version of a ghost I'd be. I'd be a creepy ghost in the, um, It's a Small World After All. Oh. Yeah. I would, so you would like look like a doll? Yeah. I would look like... The a, little... The, the little sparkle cowboy. cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. You'd see the two cowboys and then you'd see a 37-year-old man. <laughs> standing As a there. doll? <laughs> not super fat. Definitely not skinny. Not tall. Not short. <laughs> Just a guy. Not just, blonde. Not, not blonde. Brunette. Just some guy standing there. Because that's how I would describe myself. Neutral eye color. Neutral eye color. <laughs> neutral hair color. James yep. is perfect for committing crimes because he's so just neutral. Average. I am just sort of there. So I would just be sort of there as these poor kids went through the ride. Sarah? You, Sarah? So you both want to make people terrified. Oh, yeah. I don't want to make them terrified. I just really want to, like, disrupt their day a bit. Okay. Okay. Make yeah. them wonder, like, what was that? Yeah. Right. I think that I would be more like the one leading kids to the, the lost oh, parents. Oh, you goody two-shoes. But oh. not necessarily that. No, that's that's nice. So you'd be like a nice Disney ghost. Something rewarding. Okay. I say that, but it would also be really funny to be able to, like, adopt hmm. the voices of the rides. So... Like, when people are being told what to do, I could just override yeah. it right. and tell them to do something dumb. Like, <laughs> yeah. instead of, you know, step into the doom buggy yeah. with your right foot first or getting out right. with your left foot first, tell them to do the opposite and yeah. see everyone just fall. fall flat on their face as they try and walk That's onto good. the moving walkway. A mischievous ghost. Yeah. Pokey pokey on into the doom buggy. It's a new safety regulation. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> you got to put your right foot in and then take it back out. <laughs> put your left foot in, take it back out. Another one I would do is I would creep people out on Space Mountain. You oh, know how it's yeah. really dark and fast? Uh-huh. I would just be images in the corner. Well, As you're banking around, I would just be... Nah. <laughs> Just, just again, a 37-year-old guy. Not a scary guy. face, just your <laughs> just face. Just me. Just me. And someone would be like, was that an average white guy? Mm, it couldn't have been. That doesn't make any sense. They, I don't know why they would add that to the attraction. <laughs> right. And at the pictures. Yeah. Got us back to base. And then there's the pictures, and it's just me with them. Okay. And then it fades away. Well, I'm still pretty spooked out by... I'm spooked those haunted mansion stories yeah, so man. i think i need to get out of new orleans square let's get out man let's go for a walk i'm going to mosey on down to critter country let's critter it up crittering we're moseying yeah another story from lisa from Welch chili bowl get on the new hi videos. lisa hi lisa hi lisa <laughs> we love you <laughs> okay Main Street Shop cast members also must be cross-trained to work stroller rentals at the entrance of the park. One of my trainers said that she always dreaded working closing shift and having to walk deep into the park to retrieve abandoned strollers. She said that going back by the poo ride was the worst. <laughs> the poo ride. <laughs> <laughs> it is the worst. She always felt so spooked going back there. Her story corroborated with a day custodian cast member who shared with me, and she didn't know the trainer's story at all, bear that in mind, mm -hmm. that she hated working closing or third shift because she was convinced the Critter Country bathroom was haunted. She said after closing, when she'd go in there alone to clean uh, the toilets and the sinks and paper towel dispensers, they would go off by themselves when she was not in any proximity to them. Yeah, that freaked me out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that could just be a sensor issue, but after all these stories I've heard, no. I'm more likely to think that it would be me as the ghost or the poltergeist, the chaotic neutral. Yeah, right. It's Ash. I'm just trying to, like, waste a little bit of water. Or, or it could <laughs> yeah. be the Pirate's River monster just needing to wash his hands. Maybe. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to wash your hands if you're an amphibious creature. <laughs> Especially if you live in water. By the way, I just went with that one. Uh -huh. And it, it kind of got away from me. <laughs> I'll never think of it again. <laughs> You'll listen back on this in a year and be like, what did I say? I said that? And why? Why did I say now that? Now I'm picturing that same river monster wearing a Mickey hat. <laughs> I was always picturing him in a Mickey hat. <laughs> yes. The one with the embroidered name uh -huh. on it saying yes, James. River monster. <laughs> Aww. I know. That's cute. <laughs> Rest in magic. Rest yep. in magic, river monster. Okay, another story from Don B. There is also a spirit of a child that haunts the area around Splash Mountain Drop. Mm. Well, geez. Well, geez. <laughs> We're already spooked. He likes to peek over the counter at the cast member who closes the Briar Patch merchandise location there. Peek. Cute. He's peeking at the peak. That's cute. That's adorable. I like that guy. I approve of him. I just don't like child ghosts at all. No. There's something just truly terrifying about a child ghost. What are you talking about, Sarah? Mommy? <laughs> Mommy? Right. Ugh. Right. No. Wanna play with me? And then... Yeah, exactly. And then blood starts pouring out of their eyes. 
The reality of Come that, on. though, it's like the, we were talking about Home Alone once, how I don't understand these stupid burglars that can't kill an eight-year-old. Yeah. You know how fast... I mean, a little girl ghost would not scare me at all. You are so full of crap. He is so full of I crap. Slap okay. her in her mouth this and I go door get out of my... swings open and there's a little girl in Victorian garb standing there. You can see through her and you're just like, go away, little girl. And then what does she do? No, you'd pee your pants. You would climb under your desk and you would cry until he... it went away. James lives in a house with another human that he knows is pretty much always there. This is not true. And. <laughs> I would say at least a few times a week, I scare the living garsh out of him. Yeah. Well, you know, don't just be brushing your teeth without telling me. <laughs> <laughs> For example. For you got to put a bell on Ash. So yeah. That, yes. And then I'd be like, there's a hundred bells. <laughs> yeah, that would scare me too. Like, do you hear that bell? Like, James, yes, you had me put me. around my neck. Like a cow. Like a lost cow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, well, <laughs> we've got one more story from Critter Country, and this one comes from Alex the Historian again. <laughs> so the Hungry Bear restaurant is in Critter Country, and a lot of people don't know this, but there is an underground portion of the restaurant. It's a two-story mm-hmm. restaurant. The upper floor is where you order food, and there's a bunch of seats. The lower level is at river level, where you can sit down or use the restroom, stuff like that. Behind the restrooms underneath the railroad tracks is this basement. There's only a few things in there, like dumpsters, stuff like that. And then those get emptied using a huge ramp that goes outside the park. Now we know how that works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of cast members told me that the room is haunted and it's this big, big concrete room. I've never experienced anything haunted about it, but my coworker did tell me once that he was down there and it was the middle of the day. He was checking the dumpsters to see if they were full. He was down there. He felt like there was someone else there with him. And as he peeked around a dumpster, he saw a person standing there, and it freaked him out. He kind of stepped back a little bit, but when he looked back and got a clear view, there was nobody there. But he says that he never felt easy about being down there. There are a few other cast members who said they feel uneasy about being down there, too. If there's something weird about it, I'll admit when I was down there, it was dark and it was a little bit creepy, but I never got the sense that it was haunted. But with enough people saying that they see things in the corner of their eyes, and then my coworker telling me that he saw a person, I can say it's legitimate. That's a good one. So there's a dumpster yeah. ghost. Yeah, I like the ones from the cast members specifically, mm-hmm. just because it's so like, you know the park is closed or it's it's behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. you know in these weird hallways that guests don't typically see and that's probably where a creepy creep ghost would hang out yeah Unless you're the river monster speaking of rivers or water monster Ooh, speaking Ooh. of rivers the river monster has showed up to guide you all on a tour of the haunted exploits of the rivers of america come on tour group follow along stay with your party This first one from Rivers of America is from Susan S. I had two friends that worked the canoe ride, and they both said they had ghostly experiences of someone touching them or seeing something out in the water, but there was nothing there. I bet it was the river monster. (laughs) Who's the river monster? (laughs) Guys. Oh, God, I hate him. Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) 
All right. <laughs> Let's send him back to the pirate's ride. Get out of here, river monster. Get out of here. You're weird. <laughs> Nobody likes you. All right. Hauntedhoneymoon.com. Tom Sawyer's Island is said to be haunted by the ghost or ghosts of a graduating high school senior that drowned while trying to swim to the island across rivers of America at grad night celebration at the park. We, we know covered, all about that. Yes, we covered this uh, last week. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a bunch of these stories that kind of are corroborated by yeah. Disney deaths. Yes. Additionally, there are said to be children that haunt the island itself. Cast members have seen children running around after the island is to be closed. The employees glimpse the children running, but when they look for them, they are never found. Ooh. Oh, God. It's the river monster. Get a stick. Hey, guys. I'm back. <laughs> Why does he sound like that? I don't know. He's just, he's just a creep. He just Clearly. creeps around the waters. Get out of here, man. Put his little reptile paw on boats, God. as you said. He's a creep. God, let's like get out guy. of here before he comes back. What a jerk. Well, yeehaw! It's time to head over to Frontierland! Yeehaw! Giddy up! Get down over to Frontierland! Hi, <laughs> Dexter! Dexter's so concerned about these accents. He hates us so much. Imagine our neighbors hearing that with the window open. <laughs> yeehaw! Yeehaw! They're doing it again. Every time that lady comes over to their house. Yeah, really. Every time she gets out of the car with that coffee, they just start losing their minds. Woo! I don't have any coffee today. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, get, come on. Get, get out. Get out. River monster. Get. I'll be back, guys. <laughs> God, what a dork. I hate him. God, I hate him. So this story from Frontierland comes from Alex the Historian, and it is long, but it's worth it. It is worth mm-hmm. it. Okay, so buckle up. Giddy <laughs> up. Saddle up, Saddle partner. Up. Yeehaw! And all that. So, when I started getting shifts at the Golden Horseshoe, that's when I started believing in ghosts, and I'll tell you why. The Golden Horseshoe, from my experience, is the most haunted place at the Disneyland Resort. Probably. I could see that. I could see that. It's such a cool right? building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it, been around. Is That's an opening day attraction, right? If not opening day, it's real early real on. Early. Like, it's been there for a long yes. time. And it looks Old West. Like, it already kind of has a an old feel totally. to it. Right. Even the day it was built. So, he says, you see way more activity there, and to this day I'm pretty confident in saying if you speak to a Golden Horseshoe cast member today, they are likely to tell you either A, they have heard some of the hauntings, or B, that they've experienced the hauntings. That's how haunted it is there. Mm. Visions and mirrors, mysterious sounds, and a blonde little girl that disappears without a trace. But let's get straight to Freddy. That was my editorial Ah, edition there. Okay. I recapped. So, the tale goes that Frederick was an elderly third shift cast member who, like a lot of third shift cast members, they work in the middle of the night, wash down the walkways, report things that need to be fixed, stuff like that. P.S. Dream job. (laughs) Totally. Um, But he took his breaks and lunches in a storage closet on the second floor of the Golden Horseshoe. Now, if you look at the Stage Door Cafe, which is outside the Golden Horseshoe, it has an upper level with three French doors that open up onto a patio. But next to that, on the second level, is a tiny A-frame windowless room. 
That's where Frederick used to take naps on his lunch breaks. And supposedly one night when he was taking his lunch break and he had a heart attack in his sleep mm. and died in that room. That is the legend I've never been able to confirm whether it's true or not. But I can tell you Freddy's room is most certainly haunted. Jeez. Dang. Several times I've been sent up to the storage room to get things from there. And I'd look over to Freddy's room and his door would suddenly open. Other times you'd hear banging from the other side of the door. I remember one time I heard the banging and I thought someone was locked in there. I opened the door and there's nobody in there. Okay, Whoa. side story. Do you guys remember the story about the cops that were called to the house because the woman thought that there was someone breaking in, like, in her house? Yes. And it turned out to be a Roomba trapped in the bathroom? That's that adorable. so cute. And we just got a Roomba and I named her Sweet Baby Girl because I was so hopeful that when I started her remotely from my phone, it would say Sweet Baby Girl is starting her job or something like that, <laughs> and it would make my whole family laugh. It says Roomba. Oh. Ashley, what's the name of ours? Agador. Beautiful. Birdcage. <laughs> well, I didn't expect her to be female. I, you know, when I opened yeah. the box, I didn't know if I was getting a boy Roomba or a girl Roomba or a non-binary Roomba. I didn't know. You never know. I opened the box, and it was like... That's a little girl. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. It's a sweet little baby girl. They'll tell you. So, you know. You know, it's, they say that the Roomba chooses you. Truly. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. So I opened the door and nobody was in there. Now keep in mind that the door can't lock because this particular door doesn't have a lock on it, just a doorknob. So you can push and pull it open, but there's no latch or anything. I think they removed it a long time ago because people actually do get locked in that room for no reason. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I knew a cast member who went into that room late one night. We were all getting ready to leave for the night, and she had to bring out something from Freddy's room downstairs, so the other cast members had access to it in the morning. Let me just say, we were waiting a long time for her to come down. Finally, one of the co-workers was like, I'm going to go find her. Next thing I know, the co-worker comes down with my other co-worker, the one who was missing. She has scratches on her face, and the other lead Whoa. has her arm on her shoulder, and she's like, it'll be okay, you know, or you're all right. From what we were told, the cast member ended up being seen by a nurse because she was pretty freaked out. So the other lead came back to us and she explained that the cast member had gone up there and grabbed a box, then the door shut behind her really fast and she couldn't get it open. She kept pulling and pulling and she thought someone was on the other side of the door keeping the door shut because she would oh pull the door God. and apparently would have some give to it, but then would quickly shut again. That's the worst part. Yes. So it's a mean ghost. And she thought someone was playing a trick on her, and she was pounding on the door and screaming for someone to let her out. And it wasn't funny and that kind of thing. And she was in there for a good 10 minutes. So finally, the door just opened on its own, and there was no one there. The other cast member saw her and was like, are you okay? Because the girl was obviously very much in distress. Mm -hmm. We were not allowed to be in there by ourselves anymore after that situation. What in the world? So another quick story from Alex the Historian is that at night when they clean up upstairs, he was stacking chairs on a table to sweep the floor, and suddenly the chairs got sucked off the top and flung down to the bottom level, and he says that those chairs are not lightweight chairs. They're heavy-duty right. furniture, and if you've ever sat in them, he's not kidding. They are hard yeah, heavy wood totally. chairs and they're so, meant to be stacked and they like interlock basically yes. so they got flung off the balcony not fell not tipped over flung Dang. and landed in the center of the restaurant on the level below interesting we got a mischievous it wasn't me i swear western ghost but my favorite from alex the historian from the golden horseshoe one last one 
If you work an early morning shift, if you get to the Golden Horseshoe at like 7.30 in the morning, sometimes even 8 in the morning, you will smell cigar smoke in there. And even leads have told me that they would come in early in the morning to set the place up and it would smell just fine. But as they're working, as they're setting things up, it would start to smell like cigar smoke. Beautiful cigar smoke. Well, I found out through some research over the years that Walt Disney, as he was staying in the park, he would have his breakfast at Carnation Cafe on Main Street, and then he would walk over to the Golden Horseshoe and smoke a cigar just before the park would open, and then he would go out to Rivers of America and look out onto the river as the park started to become flooded with guests. Oh, I love that one. I love that one. That one made me smile smile. and gave me chills. Yeah. I love the idea of smelling Walt's cigar. Yeah. I just love... Well, I love everything about Disneyland, obviously. <laughs> I just love Disneyland. I just love Disneyland. But I really do, and I, this is one of my favorite things about it, is just all the folklore and the, the, the tales over the years. Like, there's just so many of these kind of stories. Not just ghost stories, but like, you know, Walt did this here. This mm-hmm. was his fav- favorite place to do this. It really is its own operating town. A town with ghost stories. That's well, how long this thing's been going. And because of how how many people and how much change the park has seen it's almost like history's been sped up mm-hmm. because it's not that old 65 no. years old right but there's been so much that's happened in that place with so many people mm-hmm. that it's like it's almost like it's older than it is yeah yeah i know what you mean but. yeah that's so we are moving to big thunder mountain railroad yeah which what? is uh you know our signature ride attraction. Heck yeah, <laughs> And this one comes from Deanne D. Um, and she says, I worked on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. I was walking the track after closing, and just around the bend from the first lift, Ooh. I saw a shadow on the mountain wall walking along with me. Creepy. It was not my shadow. This shadow figure had on a baseball cap. I didn't wear my costume hat when doing a track walk. I saw this figure on several occasions when I closed. Yes, I talk to him every time. What did she talk to him about? That's so cute. Hey, buddy. You see that uh, that goat up there? <laughs> hey, little slugger. I noticed you're wearing a baseball cap. <laughs> it was me. It was James. <laughs> That's James's actual ghost form. The <laughs> little boy in a baseball cap walking around Big Thunder Mountain. You can look behind you. That's That's it. That's literally what's sitting behind me is a picture of him in a baseball cap when he was like, what, seven? Something like that. Eight. Yeah. His blonde hair sticking out from under the cap. (laughs) So cute. All right. And then uh, from the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad Trail, which is the trail that's kind of just behind the um, behind the attraction, kind Mm -hmm. of as you're heading towards Batu. Yeah, I didn't know what that was until the other day. I had to ask producer Ash. So this one is from a former cast member with the uh, handle Corpse Bride. Um, And they say, okay, folks, here's my story. Last year in November, it was a cold, clear, crisp night. We were walking from the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad right in front of the Golden Horseshoe. I swear, swear, I saw an old cowboy with a long handlebar mustache (laughs) wearing either white or cream-colored chaps and a red shirt. (laughs) James, it had to be you. in front of the Golden Horseshoe. This is awkward. Just Caught. for a split second. I don't know if it was goosebumps or what, but I swear, just as we passed that spot, I got the shivers all over. It kind of freaked me out a bit. 
I do know that we have walked that area and the path behind Big Thunder so many times at night and have felt a freaky feeling. Jeez. It feels kind of oppressive, like one is being watched. Gosh. Oh, I love this one. <laughs> I have never seen a ghost. I have always said that I wouldn't see a ghost if it sat on my lap and helped me open the mail. <laughs> right. I do believe in ghosts, though. So there is my account. Maybe old cowboys flock to the Old West area of Disneyland because it reminds them of something from home. This is definitely the ghost that James would be. Yeah. 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 I mean, I feel like maybe he's one of those ghosts that changes depending on where he is. Mm-hmm. He's like a, I think he nailed it. an ever-changing river monster little boy or old I'm, cowboy. Or I'm not. Or I'm always just me. And somehow he's that's just... more... That's funnier to me. Just <laughs> always just be in like me. normal Hi. clothes. Yeah. No, it's just super normal. <laughs> Trying to be spooky. Just a five nine average guy. Five nine? Will we say that? Ish. We'll give it a, an inch or two. <laughs> um, sorry, six nine. Six nine. <laughs> are, are you? I'm freakishly tall too. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> All right. And then our last one from Frontierland comes from Deanna N. There's a story of two little girls that died and frequently haunt the walkway from Fantasyland to Frontierland. You can hear them laughing on the island, too. They apparently died in a flood in the early 1900s. Before Anaheim became Disney, there was a really bad flood. Supposedly, they were the farmer's children. That's awful. Aww. Well, that's the other thing is that was orange groves before disneyland yeah so who knows what kind of crazy stuff happened before totally walt took over right it's just death central i mean victorian woman that's clearly not from the age of disney no unless they were a cast member a really committed cast member oh yeah oh yeah that could come back in your work clothes (laughs) right that would suck (laughs) imagine being a ghost at like blockbuster and you're just stuck in your you're blockbuster in- uniform for all Ugh. time. <laughs> One of my first jobs was at Video Land. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just like Blockbuster, only like off brand. <laughs> um, and by the way, I am 5'9. <laughs> I don't know where, where you think I'm not. Are you actually? Yeah. I'm I five thought you nine. were taller than that. No, I'm 5'. She was implying I was shorter, which <laughs> really <laughs> enrages me. <laughs> It's been is... bothering me this whole time. <laughs> For the last 35 seconds, I have been oh, is out that of my mind with rage. The table over. This is solid gold content. Sorry, I'm back. <laughs> no. Get the stick. Get the stick. Get out of here. Take him. Water monster. Now I'm picturing Joanna from the rescue. Oh, she's so oh, cute. She's the best. Egg sucking freak. Egg sucking freak. <laughs> we might be drinking whiskey, by the way, but James I is mean, not, so he doesn't have an excuse. <laughs> yeah, it's just me. Definitely drinking whiskey. Yep. All right, what's next? Well, we are on that path, getting spooked by all kinds of creepy little children or creepy crawlies or handlebar mustached cowboys chap wearing cowboys or five nine 37 year old guys all of the above at the same time could be it's terrifying they're like eh, I mean, is that scary hi i'm james <laughs> your ghost okay it's the lamest ghost ever uh, let's mosey on into fantasy land let's what's this 
It's the Dumbo attraction. Whoa. Already dizzy. (laughs) Already dizzy. (laughs) Okay, our first story is from Tim R. I used to work the swing shift at the stroller shop. One night, I was clearing Fantasyland of strollers just past 1 a.m. A co-worker and I were between the carousel and Dumbo when we heard children laughing. We decided to find security and let them know that there were still guests in the park. But as we started walking towards Matterhorn, Dumbo turned on, music and all. Since we had just finished collecting strollers from the Casey Jones Dumbo queue, we knew there weren't any attractions cast members operating the ride. Yeah, I mean, that's right of like a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. Where the attraction turns on, comes to life, <laughs> and then the killer clown comes out. Right. Also, I love Dumbo. Yeah. I went on it again for the first time in probably 15 years with Josh and Kate. It's adorable. It is so cute. And even if it's not the most fun attraction, it's just like a landmark. It has to be there. You just got to hit it when the line's not long. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not worth a 30-minute line, but it is worth a 10-minute line. Mm-hmm. Yep. Moseying on over to the castle, we have a story from Pamela B. Not a story, more of a, a remark. Mm. <laughs> Pamela remarks, When I worked third shift, I was cleaning the castle and got pushed plenty of times while on the stairs. The lady who haunts it says it's her castle and she wants people out. Oh, Jeez. wow. Rude. Pushed on the stairs, too, so she's malicious. Yeah. Pamela. Wait, that's not Pamela. <laughs> no. I blame her. Don't blame Pamela. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, a lot of Pamela remember, in my head. Pamela remarks. <laughs> yes, not Pamela does. <laughs> Pamela gets attacked. Yeah. Across the way is the Christmas shop. We have a story from a Disboard's former cast member, Mad Felice again. He returns, or she returns. I don't want to assume. (laughs) Some of the stock crew has reported a strange feeling when alone stalking the store for the morning. There is an old photo from the 19th century of a young woman up on one of the shelves. It has been documented several times that a stock person will notice the photo frowning. Her photo is taken with a straight face. So the photo is frowning at them, along with a strange wind in the room. Oh, that would be seriously unsettling. It would be. It's we like, watched The yes, Witches last night. Right. It just reminded me And of that. the girl that the witches got. Like the, the first account. Yeah. The, the, grandma, the grandma's the kid, friend. When she was a little kid, she was describing her first encounter with a witch. Mm-hmm. And the story is that this witch had kidnapped a village kid. And no one could find where the kid went, a girl. And then... they She found her in the painting at right. her house. The and father, she would get yeah. older. She'd move, she'd move. positions. It's like Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Super disturbing. By the way, that movie is so crazy. And you've seen there's a new one coming out. Yeah, yep. I did see that. Yeah. Kind of I mean, irritates it, it me. It could be good. Could I'm be just good. so tired of the, like, I know. make your own darn Stop thing. doing remakes. Yeah. Everything. All right. I'll probably watch it, though. Of course you will. <laughs> All right. We come to James's favorite ride, for some reason. <laughs> Peter Pan. Oh, that just really made me mad. For some reason, it's a legendary attraction. This account comes from a former cast member. 
with the handle Crazy Duck. Here we go! (laughs) There are a couple of ghosts that like to ride Peter Pan at night. The man is tall and bald, and the lady has big hair. Okay. (laughs) So she's tall, too. It is said that they let themselves on the ride when the park closes at night, and they are always the last ones in line. Take that, Mark Bricky. Cute. You guys hear the geese? There's the geese! They're back! To further the story behind these ghosts, their name was the Andersons, and they were visitors from London back in the early 60s. -hmm. After visiting Disneyland, they were headed back to the airport and were killed in a car accident because they were driving on the wrong side of the road. <sighs> Stupid Brits. That is Stupid. so stereotypical. Like, there's no way that that's real. I know. I was just but thinking it's that, so sir. funny. Uh-huh. I mean, God rest her soul. I mean, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Serious. Serious here. Somber. Their spirits were trapped in California, far away from their home. It is believed that they return to the Peter Pan ride each night because it reminds them of home. Oh, that's actually Aww. really sad. <laughs> they have to be the last ones on Peter Pan because they never got off. Ooh. Ooh. They sleep there at night and wander fantasy land during the day. However, you can't see them during the day because of the sunlight. <laughs> if you don't believe me, be at Peter Pan at closing. You will see them enter the line after the last guest. A tall, bald man and a woman with extremely large hair. <laughs> Why are they really harping on about her hair? So is that my sister Emily and brother-in-law John? It sounds like Marge and Homer Simpson. <laughs> right, yeah, that's actually what it is. Emily so, doesn't even have extremely large hair. No, not at all. No. So if you see a couple that looks like Marge and Homer Simpson, <laughs> you will only see them if you believe. And I believe. Indeed. That British people suck. What? Okay. <laughs> Okie dokie. Sorry, that was the, the xenophobic ghost. <laughs> British people suck, am I right? It's like, go away, guy. Okay, nobody wants your business over here. spooky. <laughs> okay, back to the spooky stories. Mm. Oh, this is where we see the ghost of James. Yes. Yeah. We are entering where James wants to haunt. Mm-hmm. Small world. Mm-hmm. We have a story from hauntedhoneymoon.com. It's a small world is said to be haunted by either employees or guests that love the ride so much they decided to come back. Manifestation include the figures moving on their own after they have been shut down. There is a story about a mechanic after having been fired by Disneyland, snuck back into the ride and was living there for a few days before he was discovered. This was James. Yeah, he's a 37-year-old guy. He put on a sparkly cowboy outfit. What's with the website name hauntedhoneymoon.com? Oh, you know. Is that weird? Yeah, I mean, that's for sure weird. Hauntedhoneymoon.com. Are you looking at it right now? Nope. Oh. (laughs) But I will. For sure. That's just oddly specific, too. Yeah. (laughs) Hauntedfourthofjuly.com. Okay. (laughs) Kind of narrowing what we can talk about here, but all right. Here's your domain name. Well, clearly they're not that narrow because they're talking about all different stuff at Disneyland. Right, I which guess could be a honeymoon. You can go anywhere on your honeymoon. That's true. That's Except true. you can't anywhere. go there now. Aww. Yeah, it's one of honeymoon, right? Uh, a quick little note about Small World. Lights are said to turn on and off by themselves, and after hours, the dolls move when there's no electricity running to them. 
Yeah, that would be pretty scary. That would be yeah. horrifying. Right. No electricity. Yeah. I mean. Just having those dead eyes just yeah. tilt their heads slightly. <laughs> we have one more story from Fantasyland before we move on. To the great beyond. <laughs> also known as Toontown. <laughs> the spookiest place at Disneyland. <laughs> it's the Hellmouth. It's definitely the scariest. The Hellmouth. Yeah, it is the Hellmouth. That's right. <laughs> okay, this story comes to us from wanderwisdom.com. Okay. In 1984, Dolly Young was riding on the Matterhorn on the Tomorrowland side. There are two tracks that go on the ride, one near Tomorrowland and one near Fantasyland. Dolly was alone in the back seat, and a child was alone in the front seat. In the middle of the ride, Dolly unbuckled herself. That wasn't proven. (laughs) Supposedly to assist the child in the seat in front of her. She stood up just before the dip where the other track crosses over the track she was riding on. She hit her head on the bridge and fell into the track. When the next sled came along, Dolly got run over. The story is that they had to dismantle the track to dislodge her body. Yikes. Yeah. Dolly now haunts the Matterhorn. Some people say they have seen Dolly. I worked on that ride for several years and I never saw her, but I sure did feel her. After the ride closes for the day, two people have to walk the track, one on each side of the mountain. You have to walk the ride starting at the bottom and work your way to the top. It is done to look for lost and found items. Every time I was unlucky enough to get a track walking shift, I had an uneasy feeling like someone was watching me. I was always convinced that it was Dolly, and so I would often say hi to her. The feeling was always the worst in the big cavern in the middle of the ride, and at Dolly's dip, the spot where she died. In fact, the work lights in the tunnel near Dolly's dip always seemed to be burned out. In six years, I don't think I ever saw those lights working. I hated running the track at the end of my shift, and I usually tried to get someone else to do it for me. (laughs) Another person sending their colleagues in. I mean, doesn't it just seem like the best thing to do in those situations would be to take two people? Yeah, I know. Yeah, bring a buddy. Bring a buddy. You bring a buddy. Do the buddy walk. (laughs) It's the buddy system from here on out. All right. So now that we have finished up in Fantasyland, I'm bringing my tour group. Everybody, get in line. We are going to enter Disneyland's butthole, Toontown. The hell? Oh. 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 Hell mouth or butthole, either way. Toontown Same thing. at 3.45 p.m. No, thank you. In the you. middle of the summer. Nope. Barf. Nap Barf. time. Nap time with cranky children. Yeah. Peak sun time. Not right. good. No. I, also so sticky. I feel doubly sorry for anyone who has to be haunting Toontown. Right, they're stuck there they're stuck for there? eternity. Oh, what did you do in your past life? Seriously, to... help these people move on. All right. right. So the first one comes from Sherilyn B. I was working alone to restock Five and Dime, the merchandise store in Toontown. Toontown had closed for the night, and all the other cast members had left. While restocking shirts, a mug fell off the shelf on the other side of the store. Again, no one else in the store but me, and it was a good 20 feet away. The shelf is super sturdy and heavy wood attached to the wall. I mean, that could have just been a mug, but, you know, you get those weird feelings. Yeah. You know something's up. Yep. All right. The second one is from Mike A. Disney is creepy when it's empty, so I can see why people would have stories of being watched or have strange feelings. 
I remember sweeping the line for Roger Rabbit, you know, my favorite attraction, (laughs) one night. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw a man standing near me in a navy blue t-shirt and black Dickies style shorts. I asked if he needed anything, and when I looked up, he was gone. I walked pretty fast all the way through the line looking for him, and nobody was in there. Nobody was in there because Toontown was closed. It seemed like everyone had a haunted mansion, haunted bathroom, Tom Sawyer, Toontown story, so I kept the strange things that happened happened to me to myself. I felt like nobody would believe me anyway. We believe you, Mike. We believe. Okay. This one is a little longer, but again, worth it. Yeah. This one comes from Annabelle K. This is a good one. The men's room basement ghost. So, I worked on third shift custodial. Everyone jokes around about the park being haunted, especially if you're new. I was in my first year as a third shift custodial. I had already heard all sorts of ghost stories from other cast members, so I was afraid to work alone anywhere in the park. At this point, I hadn't had anything happen to me till this night. I'll never forget it. So, I was working in Toontown, and I was assigned to work in Mickey's basement, which is below Mickey's house. Didn't know that existed. This is crazy, too, this next part. There's a set of bathrooms, a break room, and a small gym. What? Under Mickey's house. For cast members? I, I Gotta be. Must be, yeah. Wow. Um, so, I started off by cleaning the men's bathroom, then went over to the women's bathroom. As I was in the women's bathroom, I started to hear something moving around. I wasn't sure what it was. I ignored it and continued to work. Then I started to sweep the gym, and again I heard something moving. This time I heard it coming from the men's bathroom. So I shouted, Hello? Anyone in the men's bathroom? There was no response. So I took a look in the men's bathroom and nothing. No one was in there. So I continued to work. As I'm in the break room, I hear it again. Something moving around in the men's bathroom. I go look again, and the trash can was in the middle of the bathroom. I just thought maybe I didn't move it back when I was cleaning. So I move it back to the side. I go back to cleaning the break room. Then I started to sweep and mop all the floors. As soon as I started to mop, there it goes again. Movement in the men's bathroom. I go and look, and the trash can was moved again. This time was on the opposite side of the room. That's when I started to get scared. Hmm. I moved it back and was trying to rush out of there. I had already finished the bathrooms in the gym. When I was halfway done in the break room, I hear the trash can move again, and this time I ignored it and tried to move as fast as I can. At this point, I'm scared. I don't even want to be down there. I'm thinking in my head, if there's something down here, it can't hurt me. I just need to hurry. I'm almost done. And that's when I hear, right off my left shoulder, get out. No way. In the creepiest voice. I kind of froze. I could feel my hair standing up. I grabbed all my stuff and ran out of there. I didn't finish mopping. I was just so scared, I didn't want to finish. I ran out of there. Till this day, I won't step foot down there alone. After that, I had heard other stories from other cast members who had experiences down there, and every story had something to do with the men's bathroom. From hearing things and seeing shadow figures. I have had another experience, I've had other experiences in the park, but this one was the scariest. That is terrifying. Let's recap the possibilities. It's a human that's down there that's messing was, with you. I was just going to say that. Which saying, is get out. scarier than a ghost. Yes. Oh, and also mean. <laughs> yeah. A, a former or a, a fellow cast member. It could have been that. Yep. Just some guy, Gary, who likes to play pranks on people. God, Gary. Gary, God. Yeah. Go hang out with the river monster. He's the same type of person, too. Ugh. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, it could be that, or it could be the ghost that's just messing with you, and that's terrifying. Yeah. Or 
You could be schizophrenic and hearing things. That's the worst There's no option. good option. No. no. If it were me, I would hope it was just Gary. Because <laughs> you don't want to be haunted. You definitely don't want to be haunted. definitely don't want the skits. So as long as Gary's just being playful and he's a jerk, but he's just playing around with you. He's not actually like yeah. going to hurt you. Right. Yeah, he's just snickering from oh. around Gar- the corner. Gary wouldn't hurt you. He drinks like Mountain Dew Red all day. And Gross. Plays Fortnite till six in the morning. How old is Gary? He's too old. <laughs> okay. He's too. Okay. Old. You know what I mean. He's yeah. too old to be pulling this stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He lives with his mom, but it's she's also too old to be his mom. So it's it's weird. It's a weird situation. <laughs> we don't know if it's like grandma kind of thing. She looks nothing like him. <laughs> They're also Gary's oddly sucks. close. He's always clammy. <laughs> Ugh. Oh man. Oh Gary. He's tall, Gary, but not like get your attraction. life together. <laughs> Alrighty. Let's get the heck away from Gary. What a jerk. Ugh. Go back to grandma's house, Gary. Okay. <laughs> or mom's house. I had nothing to say there. I was just like, uh <laughs> Gary. 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 Hashtag Gary forever. Yeah, this one is over at the old monorail. Or otherwise pronounced Mono Rail. Monorail. Monorail. If you're Italian. <laughs> and even if you're not. Especially if you're not. Actually. Um, this says Grad Night Ghost. Ooh. Grad Night <laughs> is an annual tradition in Los Angeles where, immediately following your high school graduation, you are bussed out to Disneyland and given free reign over the park until 6 a.m. the next morning. God, what I wouldn't give. I know. Lucky kids. I right? mean, apparently it's a deadly tradition, but like I would California be down for it. California kids don't have enough rad things to do all the time. Yeah. Right. Goes on to say, I went and frankly, I found it far more crowded than it normally is with a bunch of idiot teenagers doing idiot things. In 1966, one of those idiots was a teen named Thomas Cleveland. He decided to sneak into the park by, by climbing across the monorail track. Again, this is one of the ones we covered last week. Despite warnings from security guards, he tried to avoid the oncoming train by hiding beneath the track. Jeez. That's a bad idea, right? (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) Confirmed. (laughs) Yeah. There was only a few inches of clearance, and the train ran right over Cleveland, and he got sucked up into the mechanics. The story goes that late at night, though not necessarily on grad night, a ghost can be seen running along the monorail track and disappearing at the very spot where Cleveland died. The 13th Ooh. floor. That was from someone with the handle the 13th floor. Oh, he didn't die on the 13th floor. <laughs> I thought that's what that said. <laughs> I well, do. It wasn't in bold like you have on the yeah. other ones, so I just read it as on the 13th floor. That was my bad. Well, that kind of worked out, though. On the 13th floor. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the heck away from there. Yeah. You know what, group? It's Tour Guide Ash here to bring you out of that area. We're going to Tomorrowland. We need Tomorrowland in 2020. I'm looking at tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Literally tomorrow. Yeah. So Tomorrowland. First up, there's a tunnel. We know about it. You know about it. Oh, yeah. It's not very big. Alex the Historian reports feeling cold or unwanted in the tunnel. That is so creepy. The idea of feeling right. unwanted. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, that says it's everything right there. a specific emotion. Yeah. I'm not supposed to be here right now. Right. 
In one no. instance, he reports a cold hand grabbing his arm. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Instant pants poopage. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I would... <laughs> <laughs> he would. Let's talk about the people mover. Let's. Let's do. Uh, this is another story from uh, the Disboard's former cast member with the handle Mad Felice. Sure. Yeah. That's what we decided. I pronounce yeah. it. The old people mover attraction is now gone from Tomorrowland. But... Sorry. Let me... The old people mover? <laughs> I like heard that, was that red. too. It's like, that's a little discriminatory, Disneyland. I mean, that's a specific attraction. It's like a rascal. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just a rascal old people mover. Hmm. Okay. The, <laughs> the old people mover attraction is now gone from Tomorrowland, but for years it was said to be haunted by a young man who was said to have died on one of the annual grad nights held at the park. Those grad nights, man. Yeah. A boy apparently jumped out of his moving car, tripped, and dragged underneath to his death. Mm. There are two that had that happen, mm-hmm. so yep. many possibilities. Yep. It is said that he grasped onto his girlfriend's blonde hair to try to pull himself to safety. <laughs> Poor girl. From that night on, there were sporadic reports of operating girls, especially those with long blonde hair, would sometimes feel an unseen someone pull viciously at their hair. Wow. Ew. No, thank you. I don't like those kind of hauntings, that they're like stuck in a loop. Yeah. That's sad. That is really tragic. Yeah. Well, let's take a trip back in time to when America Sings was still a thing. Yeah. Oh, this reminds me of that girl. This is that girl. Oh, so <laughs> sad. This is the girl that got engaged this is James the same not day. Doing homework. Yeah, he's, I had. He's experiencing this in real time <laughs> with you. No, no, I'm having epiphanies. <laughs> no, it's even worse, Sarah. I did read it. I did the homework. <laughs> I forgot. Because <laughs> we were just talking about this. Ashley and I were talking about this the other day. So I got it confused <laughs> with the last week we did the episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Yeah, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Okay, this one comes from wanderwisdom.com again. So, this is the big, round, rotating building at the east end of Tomorrowland. Originally, it was the Carousel of Progress, showcasing predictions of products for the near to not-so-near future. It closed in the early 70s and reopened in the summer of 74 as America Sings, a show highlighting the musical history of the first 200 years of the United States. Two weeks after the new attraction opened, I heard it was one week, a new ride operator, 18-year-old Deborah Stone, was killed when she was crushed between the wall of the moving audience section of the building and the stationary stage. Ever since, cast members working the ride have reported hearing a voice telling them to be careful. This one is so sad. The actual story of her. I know. Horrible. Yeah. She got engaged that day. That's the same. She was off to college in the fall. Yeah. Yeah. Off to college. And everyone said that she was like the the perfect example of a Disneyland cast member. Just awful. 18 years old. Our whole life ahead of her. I hope she's not stuck in that loop. Me too. Me too. Um, Another take on the America Sings building is also from wanderwisdom.com. The building is said to be haunted by the ghost of a teenage boy who died in the speed tunnel section of the People Mover. Back at those two again. 
which yep. is on the outer edge of the building. The boy died while trying to jump from one car to another and was dragged along the track before the ride came to a stop. So it sounds like there could be two sources mm-hmm. of paranormal happenings at America Sings. Yeah. So another account from former cast member Mad Felice. Mm. Both the ride itself and the women's locker rooms are said to be haunted by the ghost of Mr. One Way, a guest who died on the Space Mountain ride back in the 70s. Unconfirmed. On the ride, he is described as a large man with reddish hair and a red face, and has been seen by guests getting into a car with a lone rider. He vanishes before the end of the ride. Sounds a lot like Gary. Just saying. Just throwing it out there. I didn't think Gary had red hair. I didn't either, but now that you say it, it could be Gary all along. It fits. Yeah. Uh, They go on to say, Spookily enough, in June this year, my 11-year-old son was a little perturbed, as he could have sworn there was someone in his section of the ride with him, but there wasn't anyone when he got off. Jeez. He has never heard or read anything of this stuff either. Oh, see, that stuff freaks me out man that's all the confirmation i need right yep. one too. account one account from Done. one kid that probably <laughs> never lies or exaggerates anything <laughs> gary one kid. way huh? gary one way gary one way okay um Love it. our guest that we had on um several episodes ago desiree gregory former cast member she confirms the Space Mountain ghost is the most prominent, and I know several people who have witnessed him, including maintenance men who arrive when the attraction goes down. They've told me they see the ghost during the ride through before they open it back up to guests. Apparently that happened a lot. Mm. Fun. So this is yeah, James totally. with his face appearing as a 37-year-old <laughs> Hi. man. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Hey. Just waving. <laughs> hey, hey, guys. Hey. Hope you're having fun. Well, I was out of place. Just eating a churro. <laughs> Mickey ears. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, in the Space Mountain building, there is a locker room. Lisa Kay says, My locker was inside Space Mountain, and on a few occasions, I'd be in there all alone and hear someone say something, and then a door that went to the ride would open and close. A bit creepy late at night. Definitely. Sounds like it. That area, I would imagine, is creepy. Yeah. Old, dark. Another cast member, Sarah W., confirms, OMG, my locker was in Space Mountain too, and yes, it was not uncommon to hear voices and doors opening and shutting. You would look to see if another cast member was around, but the place would be empty. Hmm. There's a lot of that, right? Yeah. A lot of this stuff. I'm hearing stay away from underground locker rooms yeah definitely i don't even know if this is underground i'd like to picture that it is though but behind the scenes yeah right stay out in public yeah that is where you can find the river monster though right that's true (laughs) get get we've already told you you egg sucking freak (laughs) okay there are Four stories, um, very, very short ones, uh, confirming that the Star Trader fourth floor stock rooms are friggin' haunted. Mm. First up, Lori W. says, Star Trader stock rooms are haunted. I always felt like I was being watched and hear kids' voices laughing. I remember going up to the fourth level stock room, getting plush, 
and hearing children's voices. Creepy. Clearly. Anonymous says, Cast members have felt a cold, eerie wind on the fourth floor of the stockroom when there are no doors, vents, or windows up there. Yeah. Don't like that. No. Nope. Don B. chimes in, The stockroom of the Star Trader that shares a wall with the section of the track is also haunted. Cast members avoid going there alone and feel like they are being pushed down the stairs leading up to it. Rude. Feel like they're being put? You either are or you are not. Yeah. Yikes. Mm. And Sherilyn B. confirms, I've worked as a merchandising stock cast member at Star Trader. The fourth floor is indeed creepy. Even before I was told it was haunted. I always felt uneasy up there. In the early 90s, a cast member named Maria came flying down the stairs after the sock boxes started to pull out by themselves. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, that's right out of Ghostbusters <laughs> yep. or something. Totally like the scene in the library. Screw that. Finishing up our ghostly tour of the Disneyland Resort, let's bring this back to the beginning. Hmm. The man. The myth. The mouse. The legend. Walt Disney. Yes. Okay, so here's a few miscellaneous stories. This first one is from a Reddit thread former cast member Jordan Michelin is that how you pronounce that? Sure. Sure. We'll take it. it. says oddly enough I totally think there is something in the air at Disney but I don't think it's creepy or malicious. I quite honestly can feel Walt Disney's presence throughout Disneyland. I like to think that every happy moment spent there is somehow communicated to him wherever he may be. I like that. I like that. Sweet. Another one from our boy Alex, a historian. He says, I don't believe Walt Disney, the man, is a ghost, and that's because I believe that ghosts are people who have experienced great sadness or trauma, or have really important unfinished business, like saying I love you to a loved one or something. I don't believe Walt Disney is a ghost. He had a very happy life, and I don't think an incomplete ride or something would bring him back from the other realm. It's a good take. Yeah. Right? See, I don't know. I don't know if I believe that, because I don't think all ghosts have to be that, right? But, like, I know. <laughs> I think it matters. I don't know anything about ghosts. That's, what's, that's what I love about this discussion. Like, do you believe in this, or do you believe in that? It's kind of irrelevant. It's irrelevant what you think. It's just about people's experiences, and that's why we like reading these stories. So, one more. From One Destiny Princess, mm -hmm. a former cast member. I work in Emporium on Main Street, so the west side is haunted correct See? okay it all comes back i uh, work at emporium on main street now shops on main street close an hour after the park does and we leave an hour and a half after that it was a weekend so i was leaving around 2 30 ish i went behind the emporium to grab my lunchbox there so i wasn't leaving with the rest of my fellow cast members i was walking across main street when i heard someone humming and walking behind me clearly wearing dress shoes most guys wear dress shoes with their emporium costume so i turned around to see who it was and there was no one there it wasn't a malicious presence in fact it was very welcoming i like to think it was walt speaking of walt my friend was opening carnation cafe on main street one morning she smelled cigar smoke very distinctly and couldn't figure out where it was coming from then she was hit with the smell very hard and felt someone touch her shoulder mm -hmm. like a good job sort of feeling yeah pretty sure that was walt too our last story is one that is probably the most famous um it's part of the disneyland lore 
that you get just from um, being in the parks often. Yeah. There is a rumor that Walt Disney himself haunts many locations in Disneyland, most notably his old apartment over the fire station on Main Street. An employee was in the old apartment to dust. As she left, she turned off the lights. When she noticed the lights were still on, she returned to the second floor and turned them off again, assuming she had forgotten to turn them off the first time. Again, when she reached the first floor, she noticed the lights were on again. She went back upstairs to see what was going on, and when she got up there, a voice told her, Don't forget, I am still here. They leave the light on for Walt now as a tribute to him. Or if you prefer, he just won't let them turn it off. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that is a classic one. Oh, little Madame Leota. She's running up to us. What is she saying? She's rolling up to us in her hamster ball. Yes, right. Hurry back. Hurry back. We'll be dying to see you real soon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Ah. We done? Is that <laughs> we it? We are. I think that's it. I mean, and maybe we do that one again, and then we'll be dying too, and then you both do. See you See real soon. soon. That's a good idea, yeah. Okay. okay. Take two, Deanna. Here we go. Hurry back. Hurry back. We'll be dying to see you real soon. Oh, wait. Wait, no, I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Say, we'll be dying to see, see you real soon. Okay. Okay. Take three, Deanna. <laughs> Cut. Yeah, the slate. Hurry back. Hurry back. We'll be dying to see. See you real soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damn it. I don't say see. That's what it is. Yes. We'll be dying to. No, it's be dying to see you real soon. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Take four. Take four, Deanna. Slate. Hurry back. <laughs> Deanna listening to all I know, of these. me too. <laughs> all right, take five. Uh, take, five. Slate. take five. Take five. Hurry back. Hurry back. We'll be dying to see, see you real, real soon. soon. Yeah. <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Dependent. And you can send us an email at Disney Dependent at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WR Hatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show and we'll be back here next week.